welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, web editor for CI. We're taking a break this week from the state of the industry coverage to talk to Michael Bridwell. You probably know him as a charismatic marketing presence in the AV community, but you might not have seen him for the last year or so. That's because Michael Bridwell's been pretty busy helping Dana Innovations build up a presence in the commercial space, but pretty soon he's going to go silent again, but this time not on purpose. We'll have CI editor Tom LeBlanc's interview with Michael, what he's been doing, and why he literally can't talk again for a little while in just a moment. But first, a little housekeeping. You can learn more about AV Plus online at commercialintegrator.com slash podcast and on Twitter by searching the hashtag AV Plus pod. That's A-V-P-L-U-S-Pod on Twitter. We'd also appreciate it so much if you could take a moment to hit subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It does help us reach more AV pros trying to find quality podcasts. Okay, back to the show. Here's Tom LeBlanc and Michael Bridwell. In your previous positions, you've been very integrated into the commercial side of things. And I kind of wasn't sure if that was going to be the case at Dana Innovations. So I think that's changing a lot now. And I want you to talk a little bit about why Dana Innovations is kind of shifting its focus toward more commercial than maybe it has in the past. I have people that call me the unofficial mayor of Decatur, Georgia, because I'm such a huge proponent of Decatur. It's it's not even three miles east of downtown Atlanta. And most people's experience with Atlanta is a little rough if you only go downtown or you only experience the airport, which is the busiest airport in the world, right? It's just madness. Decatur is this beautiful little slice of life. And it took a very compelling opportunity to make me move 2,400 miles away from it, honestly. When Dana came calling about the opportunity to create this commercial division from scratch, and you know, Dana is a 35-year-old company, uh, died, and, died and created in the residential and enterprise channels, right? So they came and I had a good rapport with a couple of people there anyway. I had a ton of respect for them. And when they came and, and asked us not only, not, asked, not only to take the position, but also you know, let's, let's have an adventure and spend a year with the team and get really close to everybody and help, help bring the entire company sort of into the language and lingo and use and case and practices of the commercial channel because it's basically brand new to most people there. Um, it was an opportunity I just couldn't turn down. They're just such a steadfast, reliable, humble, hungry, smart group of people. So we moved the family across and we've been here for seven months. It's been an amazing experience. They are also supportive in a way that says, Michael, it doesn't really matter where your family lives. You're part of Dana's ecosystem now. You're, you're other, you're the second part of your question about what would, why Dana saw the commercial channel as an interesting opportunity is, it's a great question, right? Why would a company that's 35-year-old, born and bred in the residential channel, um, we're privately owned by the same two people since it started 35 years ago. Scott Struthers is not only a, a CDA Lifetime Achievement Award winner, but we also created the architectural and invisible speaker categories. So why would a company that is, you know, fully focused for 35 years on super high performance, um, high profitability, high aesthetics, all of those things, go into the commercial market with audio where it's largely seen, 70-volt audio is largely seen as broadcast grade, commoditized, um, honestly, horrible aesthetics, like jarring aesthetics that stick out in the, in, in the applications where they're installed. And performance is just lackluster for the most part. Um, the best way to see that is, and it was before my time at Dana, but people like Simon Ware and our, our head um, speaker guru, Todd Ryan, who is just 
He is a speaker wizard. Um, these guys were asked to do this because of uh, residential dealers who were doing the home installations for major CEOs were then asked to go into the to the um, to those people's businesses and install things that were similar. Well, in the 70 volt environment, there just wasn't the same experience there. So after two and a half years of due diligence and talking um, in minute detail with trusted consultants and commercial dealers, um, Todd Ryan built a product line, Pro Series, which is um, interchangeable in both 8 ohm, 70 volt, and 100 volt for Europe. That is truly um, category changing. It is when people hear it, even if you've specified and sold 70 volt audio for 15 years, it changes your perception of what 70 volt audio could be. So, long story short, um, we were asked to come to the marketplace to 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 deliver 70 volt and 100 volt uh, audio solutions, similar to how we built 8 ohm solutions for 35 years, and. The benefit of being last to market with 70 volt, because we are truly last to market, is not only everything, the entire suite of products on 70 volt was created at the same time, which is very different from um, from how most people did their 70 volt, but also we get to learn from all the things, all the missteps that 70 volt is known for today. It's interesting, you know, you bring up the point of it's almost an advantage to be the last to the marketplace. You I mean, so much about the commercial audio space has changed over the last few years because, you know, the way people meet, the way people communicate, the way people design their offices and their meeting spaces, the way people design all commercial environments has changed an awful lot. And audio plays a much different role than it used to play. And, you know, it's got to be advantageous. I mean, you know, Dana Innovations has been around, like you said, for decades, but, you know, it gets to take sort of a fresh, unblemished perception of the commercial market and incorporate that into its research and development. And, you know, what are some ways that you think that fresh outlook are reflected in, you know, the Sonance Professional Series? Oh, yeah. So um, the the core philosophy of Sonance and Dana Innovations as a company, as far as the commercial sector is, it's very simple. There's two main points. One, um, it doesn't matter if we're talking commercial, residential, enterprise. We believe that the that our solutions should blend into the space where they're installed, and that goes everywhere from having something like iPort, which is the hold, charge, and protect of iPads, into um, commercial and residential applications, helping them blend seamlessly into that space. Um, it also has to do with speakers that don't have design cues that that great on the aesthetics of the venue where they're installed. So no twists, no big logos. Um, we made our pendant speakers look like lighting, um, pieces of lighting for a reason. We want them to disappear into the space where they're there. If they can't disappear, we want them to enhance the space. So we don't want consultants and dealers having to apologize for the way our audio looks. Makes it, It's very important to us, the aesthetics there. That's something that is completely different. People seem to have forgotten um, when they were producing 70-volt audio, uh, not to make them look like flying trash cans, for instance, not to make them look like um, um, twisted speaker um, megaphones and speakers. So we want to take the aesthetics very seriously. That's a big point of differentiation. The other is we believe that um, for an audio perspective, the audio experience needs to be comfortable to listen to. And I can give you an example of that. Um, we have There's very aggressive 70-volt audio solutions that are very... Um, very treble heavy. And an example would be if me and my wife, which we don't get out very often, but when we do, if we sit down at a restaurant, 
we don't want a spotlight right on top of us. We'd like to kind of disappear into the space and just have an intimate experience. We also don't want um, a grading speaker experience right above us either, where we have to uncomfortably yell to talk to each other. We want to have an intimate experience there. Um, same with hospitality, the same with healthcare. You don't want to have to speak over an audio system. So what we did is instead of we, – we built these speakers to have a very natural, unified sound experience, very flat sound experience, so that my wife and I can sit in a restaurant where our speaker is put right above us, and we're not going to have to raise our voice. It's a very natural experience. So we talk a lot about um, the comfort part. We talk a lot about audio should be very similar to a lighting experience where you want coverage across the entire facility and you want that voicing to be very similar regardless of whether you're in a, you go from a 30 foot mezzanine with pendants dropped to an eight foot conference room with end ceilings installed. So all of our speakers have the same 70 volt transfer in them that allow you to have that same comfortability as you move from room to room. That shared voicing is very important. And think about it, it's a lot like lighting. You don't want a spotlight in one spot and then a totally dark corner in the other area where the experience from space to space really differs. So those are the two main points I'd say that differentiate us right now. Yeah. So, you know, Michael, the other thing, though, the other big, you know, variable when a company kind of not transitions from residential to commercial, but really increases its focus um, on commercial after having focused on residential for so long is kind of the sales and marketing channel, right? Like you've got, um, you got to deal with brand awareness because, you know, there've been a lot of other companies out there that have had the the ears of commercial integration firms and, and their customers for so long. And, you know, as you guys sort of build up your presence in that market, um, a lot of work goes into, you know, thinking about what the sales and the, the sales channel and what the marketing message and what the marketing strategy is going to, be. And I know that's how you've spent a lot of your time over the past, I don't know how many months, you know, trying to figure out and execute what that strategy is going to be for Dana Innovations. Can you tell us a little bit about what your focus has been in that regard and, and what you're planning on, you know, kind of rolling out? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's a really good point, Tom. I, to define what you just alluded to, um, it's, it's I've really felt it necessary to be a little more quiet than normal of the past year as far as I'm working with people that I love in this industry, like you in particular. Um, and the reason why is because we had a lot of structural foundation to put in place. And frankly, it's easier to do that when you're not directly in the limelight. So over the last year and four months that I've been at Dana, we've had to build out an entire national structure, not only of, you know, starting with our reps. Who do we have? We have exceedingly loyal and strong residential reps across the country. Some of those reps are also... Um, very strong commercial reps in their own right in their territories. We needed to do a full review of everybody we had as far as partners in each in each territory across the country and then abroad across the world. And as we looked at that, um, some of our we decided that some of those existing reps that had strong enough commercial enough arms were going to be the commercial lead in those territories. We also looked at some of those territories and talked to our reps, and some of those reps said, "Michael, we don't have those relationships. We're we're truly a hundred percent residential and focused." on the dealers and partners in that category or in that vertical, uh, we'd like to remain there. So then needed to find really good choices for reps that fit the DNA of Dana Innovations, as well as that humble, hungry, smart ethos that we prize so highly. So we, I didn't take that lightly. 
And it took months to find really strong partners in some of these key territories that would not only be the lead voice for the commercial channel, but also work really well as a partner with those existing residential reps that are also in that territory. Nothing easy about that project. I can say I'm so impressed with our reps, both both our existing reps and our new reps and how they've come together as partners in what can be a pretty awkward dance sometimes. So putting those new reps, that entire rep distribution or that entire rep network across the country was critical. Also creating custom programs for commercial and looking at the pricing, making sure we were directly in line. I'm super proud of, of the work that Simon and Todd and Jason Sloan and all these guys did in reviewing our pricing to where we came to market, not only with a, a superior product, but also extremely well positioned in the competitive landscape as far as pricing goes. Um, I think people would be surprised at where we are pricing wise um, compared to our performance. So there wasn't a part of the business that didn't need to be reviewed and then set in stone with process and procedure of the last four months. That's what we've been doing. I'm so happy to say that, you know, as of this podcast with you, um, it's time to be loud again. It's time to tell people abroad about what we're doing, what we have, and where we're going. And that all starts with today with this podcast. Well, you know, you mentioned being loud again, which makes me want to ask you about another thing that's going on with you, Michael. Let, oh, you know, I mentioned that there's a lot of folks, um, including myself, who, you know, look forward to, you know, chatting with you at industry events. And um, you're a guy who's very much in demand. You have to talk a lot about, um, you know, what you have going on with your company and with your your products and the relationships you have with a lot of companies in the market. You talk a lot at industry events because people want to talk to you, but that has kind of uh, apparently taken a toll on you. And I want you to tell me a little bit about uh, what I'm alluding to here, because you can explain it better than I can. Oh, sure. Yeah. So if you've, you know, thank I what I really appreciate your perspective on that because man, I, I could have left this industry long ago and it's the people that have always kept me locked in here. I just, I just absolutely love the people so much. And, um, and you are right at the top of that list. Tom. I've always enjoyed our exchanges and it brings me a ton of value. I hope I bring you the same. Absolutely. Um, if you, yeah, if you've talked to me over the last couple of years, especially at Infocom, ISE or Cedia or any related regional shows, you'll know that my voice has varied over the, over the last couple of years. Um, I think I talked myself into what my what the surgeon is calling a um, a major trauma, and what it is is it's a there's no problem with it. It's going to be fine, but I do have to have some vocal cord work done this week, and that's going to cause me to go into a semi monastic mode, which is I'm not going to be able to actually vibrate my vocal cords for seven days during the healing process. So if you can picture a scab on your elbow, if you bend your elbow and it cracks, well, it's got to reheal in that spot. I have to keep my vocal cords from doing that. And I think I'm going to come back over the course of the next two weeks after this very strange experience of not being able to make any sounds. Um, a stronger, um, more talkative Michael Bridwell. So I apologize for that. But I think my best gift that I've given the world in 2019 here is that Michael Bridwell has to be quiet for a couple of weeks. <laughs> It'll be tougher than, than we realize. You know, we don't realize how often... We talk even when we're not talking. We're not talking. We're grunting. We're clearing our throats. We're making noises, and and that's going to be a challenge for you over those seven days. Please check in with me over the course. I'm going to be I'm going to be fully working for 15 hours a day because I'm going to be bouncing off the walls. I won't be able to leave the house that much because I'll be tempted to talk. So 
So please, 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 if you're listening to this and you're, you know, one of our dealers or my partners or reps or whatever, uh, please reach out to me and say hello and give me something to do. Yeah, you can wave back. <laughs> I'm going to have a butler's bell. I'm going to have a text-to-speech app. I'm going to, I'm going to have a strange uh, amalgamation, amalgamation of, uh, of ways to communicate. <laughs> All right. Well, I wish you the absolute best of luck with that. The last thing I wanted to ask you about kind of ties into it, though, because you know, we're hoping that your your voice comes back and you're, you know, fully up and running by Integrated Systems Europe, which is coming up faster than we realize, uh, ISC 2019. And, you know, do you want to say anything about, you know, what you guys have going on in terms of, um, of expectations for the show? Yeah, we'll have, um, we, we have a huge space. Dana's been at ISC for years. Um, we'll be featuring Commercial, commercial solutions, both across the entire Pro Series line, as well as commercial applications for iPort. So you'll be able to hear that shared voicing that I talked about in real time, played flat. So we're not gaming it with DSP. You'll be able to hear our in-ceiling, pendant, and surface mount speakers all played together in concert, the four inches, the six and a half, and the eight inches, um, all together as those suites. So you can hear that shared voicing that I referenced. I don't think anybody else would even would even come close to trying to accomplish that. It's a really fun demo for people to be able to hear with their own ears. And then iPort, um, they're gonna see multiple solutions like our new Luxport that are um, that are huge solutions for the commercial and enterprise channels. So now I look forward to hosting everybody that comes through. I hope I'm not squeaky, but if I am, I'll be drinking lots of tea with honey in it. And uh, it's not gonna stop me. I'm gonna host everybody that comes through to see me. That's awesome. Always great to talk to you, Michael. Thanks for telling us about what Dana Innovations has going on in the commercial market. Thank you, buddy. I can't, I can't thank you enough.